Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's the podcast 15 to Life, the podcast where we talk about life after having a life sentence in prison. I'm your host, Tito. Let's jump into this good old Monday motivation, motivation Monday. So, here we go. Missed you all last week. Just was busy doing stuff with family and everything else. So, I'm back with two podcasts this week. But, I really, I gotta say, y'all, um... I think it's a, a, a beautiful thing that's going on. It's beautiful, crazy. It's kind of like um, like a storm, right? And I want this podcast to really focus on on the, the inner greatness of people and, and the fact that we are so much more similar than we are different, right? So here's the thing, right? We got all this craziness going on. You know, people protesting, I mean, on all sides of the freaking coin, right? From protesting why they shouldn't have a Confederate flag out and what it symbolizes to Juneteenth to Black Lives Matter to presidential campaigns. Like, it's just a hodgepodge of craziness out there, right? I almost wish we were still on full quarantine. (laughs) Actually not, because then you're looking at media feeds and probably make it even worse. But needless to say, in all the hodgepodge of craziness, right, I like to look at it kind of like when a storm comes in, right? So when a storm comes in, what happens? It rains, maybe it snows, maybe there's a tornado, maybe there's a hurricane, whatever. And it can be really bad. And yes, it can leave uh, disaster and bad things in its wake, right? But what do you see come out of that? And I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of negative things. Don't drop a bunch of comments talking about all the, the crap you've seen that was 100% negative. I'm talking about the positive things that happen, right? So... Um, most of y'all know that I lived in Houston for, for a couple, two and a half years, going on three years, and now I'm up in Indiana, originally California, for literally the the other 40 plus years of my life, right? But I got to, to Houston, Texas right after Harvey, enough after Harvey that things were kind of, you know, back to normal, right? And one of the things that made me say, yeah, I'll, I'll take a chance on houston was what did we see across the country when we're watching all these videos all the devastation we saw everyone joining together right black people helping white people white people helping black people young people helping elderly people like people going out of their way trying to help others and i remember watching those videos and thinking from california and Everyone has their thing, you know, all Californians are Democrats and liberals and hate guns and everything. I love guns. Um, I think liberals have some good points, but I also think they're kind of stupid because they're confined to being a liberal and and same with Democrats and same with Republicans. I hate that being confined to one thing, right? I want to be able to change my opinion if I want. <laughs> anyway, so... You know, we always thought in California, or at least I did, you know, I'm not going to say all of us, but, you know, like Texas was this, you know, horseback riding, 
you know, Confederate flag waving, like super Republican and anti everything that that's this and the other thing. And it's not. And Houston is actually one of the most diverse cities in the freaking country. Not to mention, I think in the next 10 years, Houston will be United States too, because it just keeps growing every day. Anyway, <laughs> um, but the thing is, you saw people joining together and probably some people that even had biases about the other people that they were helping. But at the time, that wasn't important. What was important was as a city, they came together, right? So that's kind of what I want to talk about. Like with all this craziness, there's there's going to be the after the storm, right? And yeah, it means people are going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, I hate to say it, you know, as far as people lose their lives and everything. But it's to help pull out the goodness in others, right? So like, let's talk about George Floyd real quick, right? Not the only black guy to get killed by a cop right not not the first probably not the last well definitely not the last i mean there's been more since right but what made him quote unquote special and i had someone argue with me on some feed about this like why is he special why why does he get all this attention it's like because of everything else that was going on this was a proverbial straw and now we have a young generation that is more aware of things because of the social media platforms, because everyone has a, a phone with a camera and a video and can stream and everything else. So people are mobilizing and not just black people. People keep making this into a, a, a black thing like <laughs> blacks are not the majority in this country. Latin slash Hispanics are not the majority. Asians are not the majority. But when people show footage and pictures, what do they show? Huge masses because everyone gets together. And then you say, see, it's they only allow blacks in there. Bullshit. Seen all kinds of whites and Asians and a lot of Latins in these protests, right? Now, getting back to it, right? I think that's that's the thing that's happening right now. I think there were people that, for whatever reason, whether they're prejudiced, whether they're racist, whether they think, you know, it's more important to back the police regardless, which is the other great thing that's coming out of this. You have, I've never seen in my 47 years of being alive, police coming out in throws just saying, I disagree. That was murder. That was wrong. They need to be prosecuted. There's always been that 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 blue line, that behind the blue shield wall, whatever the hell they used to call it, right? Where cops just backed each other up, right, wrong, or indifferent. And jokingly, like when I was in prison, we used to talk about that, like, because we do that. Like, you don't care if someone's doing something they ain't supposed to do. You back them up. You try to protect them. You hide them because we're all doing that. So we look out for one another. But then we get mad when the cops do it. But we did it too. Now, being 11 years out of prison, I can say we were doing illegal shit. Um, so, i.e., that was stupid. And we, the only reason we protected each other was because we were all stupid. You're cops. You swore an oath. 
to protect and serve. Uh, that means even from other cops. So anyway, but once again, this is now coming out. There's literally been officers that have quit or have started turning in fellow officers. Now, I don't want to see police officers get in trouble, but if you're doing something wrong, like I hate to say it, I've seen people fired for jobs for a hell of a lot less than beating someone up or treating someone unfairly. So, you know, where are we at with that? You know, um, but I think these are the good things that are coming out. So although things might be crazy for you today, right now, right? Although it may seem like, holy crap, if you're a minority, especially if you're black, you probably got a lot to worry about. I'm letting you know that there is some light at the end of the tunnel. On the flip side, I'm not going to sit here and tell you things are going to be great in the next year and there won't be any racism or anything. That crap's going to exist forever. It, it's just the truth. And the fact that we have people protesting, and mind you, personal opinion, don't take offense. I'm sorry if you got a Confederate flag at home, right? But um, I get it. I didn't get it before. Hell, I grew up watching Dukes of Hazard, the General Lee. Oh, Confederate car with the confederate flag on it right i mean i get it i get it in the south uh, my mom's side of the family live out in georgia and i haven't been out there in years i'm talking a lifetime you know i haven't been out there since i was 16 but confederate flags everywhere and i hate to say it they didn't really talk to me because my name's tito guerrero it's not conley anymore that's my mom's maiden name so and I'm blood and they wouldn't associate with me. Well, some of them did. But a lot of them didn't want to talk to me. And it felt really shitty. So when someone says, you don't get it. And you don't, man, my own damn family waved them stupid flags. It wouldn't talk to me. So don't say I don't get it. You know, what I don't get is waving the Confederate flag and the American flag. Because the American flag is the winner's. Confederate flag was the losers and the people who wanted to be separate and the people who wanted to keep racism, i.e. slavery, still alive and going. Please drop a comment or ask to do a live one with me. We'll do a podcast and we can debate it. I am not the most intelligent person. What I mean is I haven't read up a million books on this. I'm going off a lot of the stuff I see and read in small quantities, but it's how I feel. Um, so anyway... Know that things are getting better in the sense that the conversations are starting, right? People are coming out and going face-to-face -face with other people that are saying, I disagree with you having that flag. Here's why. And then they get to voice their opinion. I went back and forth with an individual on social media because he said he had a battle flag. And I literally looked it up and the battle flag was just another rendition of the Confederate flag. And when I told him that, he started looking up and he was like, wow, I didn't know that. You know, we were just always told. See, once again, we were just always told that's how it was in the South. That's how it is. So needless to say, I think the craziness right now is providing opportunity to have conversations started. Does that mean everyone's going to change? No. Is there always going to be some, some bad blood and some issues? Yes. But if we get conversations started and people, it, it becomes more aware. Like, um, and I'm not just totally trying to side or, or speak up for black people. Uh, obviously, I'm not black. My wife is and my daughter is, but I'm not. But that's the hot topic right now. So that's what we're talking about. Um, 
But there are so many cases where a white individual charged with a crime. Here comes a black individual, exact same crime. Neither one of them have criminal background, nothing. So literally apples to apples, except for the fact that one is black, one is white. And they get significantly, and I'm talking about as bad as one person getting off with probation and another person getting like 12 years in prison. That's the kind of things we need to be looking at. And I had an interesting conversation. And I know this might not sound motivational. What I want you to understand is I feel like all these conversations are what is going to give us that better future. And when I say us, I mean us as human beings, us as Americans, us as earthlings. We all got to inhabit this big old ball of wax together. We need to be better at it. So I was talking with a, a former deputy sheriff, and we were talking about all this stuff. And I told him, I said, you know, here's the thing. Um, as a ex-felon, ex-convict, right, you know, we tend to talk about the problems in the system a lot. I am definitely one of the people that says I needed to go to prison. I did commit a crime, and every last minute that I spent behind bars fully justified i'm not there were things that went wrong in my trial and everything else that i 100 percent. there was a detective that lied on the stand said that i did and said things that i didn't that kind of stuff was hurtful and scary and and those are the things that and and some of the stuff like they lost evidence and it was okay like one person was testifying that they had evidence of something and then someone else was like nope there wasn't and it just got left alone judge never even questioned it um but needless to say um we're having this conversation about you know well what what fixes this and i told him i said well you know the the cops actually living up to to their oaths and turning in other cops or not backing other cops that that's one that that's a piece of it i go but and then we started talking about like the indifferences with sentencing and the way people are treated when they are convicted, right? And he asked me, well, how do you fix that? And I said, well, you know what? I hate to say it, but who polices the judges, right? You have higher courts and all that, but who comes in and like, like, okay, put it to you this way. Like, if you submit some crazy tax returns for a year or two, best believe the IRS is going to come do an audit, right? They're going to want to see all your past records, and they're going to dig in. And if they catch you doing some fraudulent shit, you're going to get a fine. You might even go to jail, okay? And and I heard someone today, and if you're listening, I hope you are, but for your ignorance, because you were being ignorant today, uh, this individual was telling me that whites don't have a privilege, only money has a privilege. And I explained, if you're white and you say you don't have privilege, you wouldn't even know it unless you were something else. And you can't be something else. So that's why you don't get that you have privilege. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's the truth. But on the flip side, I told them, you know, there's celebrities that have money that have been treated bad and things go wrong. Wesley Snipes went to prison. Why? evading taxes how many white people get caught defrauding multi-billion dollar companies never spend a day in jail wesley snipes someone we've all watched in movies and you know like 
went to prison for falsifying some tax documents. Anyway, go on, get back to it. <laughs> so I, I basically told him who polices the judges, right? Who pulls up cases and does audits and says, you as a judge have broken, and I'm about to say oath. I don't, I'm assuming they get sworn in somehow, some way, right? Um, you have violated that. You have violated the trust of the people because you are treating someone, whether that, that's a racial thing, whether it's a gender thing, whether it's a sex, a, a male, female, ageism, whatever. But if they find discrepancies in the way people are getting sentenced or treated or whatever, those judges should go to freaking prison. And and I'm I'm saying this just in the sense that once again, everything that's going on crazy right now in the world is stimulating discussion. Okay. Coronavirus. We kind of forgot about it. Now we're thinking about it. Literally got uh, the Trump rallies about to kick off over in Florida. I got CNN playing on the big screen in the background. So a lot of talks about that, right? Um, obviously, some people are getting on them super hard because they're anti-Trump. And it, there is a big piece of this that doesn't make sense. Coronavirus has seen spikes in a lot of states. Um, and here we go having people show up and masks are optional but you have to sign you have to sign a waiver to get in to see your president like why would you even hold the rally when technically and i don't know how florida is doing this but most states still have restrictions on how many people can gather right and then if they do have a lot of people gathering they still have to do social distancing so you don't have any social distancing, you don't have masks, but you're telling them they have to sign a waiver so they can't sue you later if they get sick. I'm sorry, I have a problem with that. I don't care if it was Trump. If that was Obama doing that, I'd be like, you're a freaking idiot. What are you doing? So, but once again, it starts discussion. And here's the thing, people, I don't care if you're right, left, in the middle, around the backside. I don't care. For me, it's more about what's right and what's wrong. And don't think that I've fully backed. I personally thought Obama did a pretty good job. Did I? Do I think he did everything great? No, but no president does. I also thought, uh, what was that, H.W. Bush? The older, the dad. I thought he was okay. He did some stupid stuff too. But overall, I thought he was good. Right? Back showing my age, Jimmy Carter, I liked him, you know. Um, Ronald Reagan, to an extent, I liked some of his stuff. I thought it was cool because he was an actor. I was also young, so probably didn't really pay attention too much. But what I'm trying to tell y'all, all this craziness going on, we have a great opportunity to get the people in front of each other, right? Start having discussions. If nothing else... If you acknowledge how the other person feels, if you hear why they feel a certain way and then have an intelligent conversation, because the one thing I do not agree with, I'm an ex-convict who's been treated like shit by more cops than most of the people around. And I'm telling you right now, 
these people and these protests that were going up in cops' faces and National Guard people's faces and calling them all kinds of bitches and you ain't shit and fuck you and I'll beat your ass. You're a coward and you deserve your ass beat. Those are individuals doing a job. And unless you know for a fact one of them is a dirty individual, a dirty cop, someone who has done stupid shit in the past, where you get off doing that? And either which way, by doing that, what if that cop snaps because he's a human or she's a human being? And emotions get the best of us. And started shooting. Next thing you know, all the cops start shooting because the one cop shooting. And now all these people are dead because you wanted to, to, to quote unquote, express your freedom of speech. So don't be stupid. And, and I've seen other people do it. And this is, once again, where we're seeing both sides of the coin, right? Some people are getting mad because one person says something stupid. I just saw one of those, uh, what do they call it? The Karen, you know, the the white female, basically questioning someone about where they're at. Don't get me wrong. She was wrong. Boom. You're wrong. And yeah, you might want to call her all kinds of names. But why don't you explain why she's wrong and show her that you're a person, right? But no, this individual went all kinds of crazy. You're stupid. You're stanky. You know, your pussy stinks and all that. And I was like, Why? Like, whatever prejudice she had that made her say the first thing, maybe it was on a low level and and she just didn't know any better and whatever. Like, I'm not trying to justify it. But after you do all that, do you think she's going to be any better? Do you think she's going to have an open mind? No. So what I'm hoping is that more conversations happen, but happen in a constructive way. Because y'all... We are all great people, right? We can all achieve great goals. Any of y'all who have played on a sports team, been in law enforcement, military, anything else where you have to do things as a team, and, and especially in like military where potentially if you don't stand your post, everyone else could die. So people really rely on one another, right? Regardless of race, color, creed, tradition, religion, all that, right? I think when we get to that point where we realize as a people, right, as human beings, we could achieve so much more if we stop worrying about how someone else looks, how they dress, how they speak, whatever, and we just see the greatness within them. So... I hope this motivated you a little bit and also got your thinking cap on to think about, you know, instead of getting mad at an individual because they said something that you perceived or took as negative, racist, prejudice, whatever, have that conversation with that individual. These are times where companies and everything, how many companies have you seen out there thanking the black community and and putting Black Lives Matter and all over the place? This is a time of, of hearing people, right? I don't want to see buildings burn. I don't want to see people die. Like there's been so many freaking lynchings, right? You think we're 100 years in the past. We need to talk about this shit um, and do it respectfully. Anyway, I 100% love each and every one of you. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care who you pray for or pray to. 
I don't care how much money you got in the bank. I don't care about the color of your skin. I don't care what kind of car you drive or if you take the bus. I don't care. What I care about is you. And if you ain't heard it today, I love you. I believe in you. I know you can do it. I know you have greatness within you. And I know your light will shine when the storm is over. This is Tito, 15 to Life. Y'all be safe.